Hi, this is Jason Graves, host of The Blazing Grace Show. I'd like to introduce you to a product that I firmly believe should be used in every home in America. It's called SafeEyes. SafeEyes is the only software you'll need to protect you and your family from inappropriate content on the Internet. Over the last couple of years, I've tried several products and have never found anything as fast, effective, and affordable as SafeEyes. I now only use SafeEyes, and I recommend it to everybody I talk to all over the country. You don't have to take my word for it, though. SafeEyes was recently ranked as the number one internet filtering software by the most well-known product testing company in America, alongside 10 other products. No credit cards are necessary. To start your 15-day risk-free trial today or to learn more about SafeEyes, visit their website at SafeEyes.com or call toll-free 877-944-8080. You'll be glad you gave SafeEyes a try. I know I sure am. That's SafeEyes.com, 877-944-8080. Counselors, business owners, nonprofits, and trainers, you need unlimited flat-rate conference calling? Then call our good friend Tom Parker at Affordable Conferencing, where his teleconferencing service allows you to conduct unlimited calls for one flat monthly fee. That means no more per minute, per person charges. Go to AffordableConferencing.com or simply call toll-free 888-968-6186. He saved Jason and Rob thousands. That's Tom Parker at Affordable Conferencing, 888-968-6186. They're proud to bring you today's broadcast. Now it's time for this week's edition of The Blazing Grace Show with your host, Rob McIntyre, Jason Graves, and Mike Janung. It's sponsored by AffordableConferencing.com and SafeEyes. Thanks for tuning in to The Blazing Grace Show, where we cover blazing issues with grace-filled answers. Now, here's your hosts, Rob, Jason, and Mike. Thanks for tuning into the Blazing Gray Show. This is Jason Graves along with Laker lover Mike Janung. Right and, on, brother. And our very own Rob McIntyre. That's right, yeah. Like, dapper as ever. Oh, thank you. What would you call that color of a tie? Laker gold, I just think. Just gold? It's gold. It's, no, not yeah, just gold. Laker gold. No, it's kind of got a little bit of blue thread and green thread in there, so, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a guy. It's gold. Uh, to me, it looks like Cub Scout gold. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Cub Scouts would be appropriate for today since we got our kids well, here. Yes, I was going to say, nice segue. We are, the Cubs would be a, a, appropriate. We're going to be doing our show today on the Father Blessing. And of course, we have Mike and a couple of Rob's kids in studio with us today. And so, first, I'll introduce the Janungs. We have Rachel and Sean. Say hello, guys. Welcome. Quit fighting. Quit fighting over there. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, on the McIntyre side, we have Chad and Garrett. Hello. Hello. Gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, Lo. So we're going to be talking about the Father Blessing today. And so we're going to be having Mike and Rob give a blessing to their kids. And then we're going to hopefully give you an opportunity to, to experience that so that you can do the same with your children. So... Mike, why don't we start off for, with you? You've got your daughter, Rachel. Now, Rachel, how old are you? Seven. Seven years old. Okay. What grade are you in, Rachel? Second. Second grade. Are you a Laker fan like Daddy? No. No. Right. <laughs> Rachel, say, go Supersonics. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> okay, Mike, take it away. All right. Well, this is my, bla- my blessing for my daughter, Rachel Brittany Janung. Rachel, on May 9th, 1998, God gave you to us. Your birth has special meaning because if your, your brother Scott had not died, then we would not have had another baby so quickly. So we know that God has something special planned for your life, Rachel. 
You are a precious gift to us. From your earliest years, we've seen that you have a special gift for caring for people. When Sean was in the hospital after surgery, you cuddled up with him to comfort him in the hospital bed. And when he broke his arm, you put a sling on his arm. You're forever showing kindness to all of us by writing notes and drawing pictures. And I'll always treasure these expressions of your love. At an early age, you already know what you want to do with your life. At your kindergarten class's graduation ceremony, when you're asked what you wanted to be when you grew up, you said, I want to be a mom. I believe you're a strong, caring mother in the works. When the day comes that you have children of your own, remember that the greatest gift you can give them is the gift of God's grace shining through your own heart. And as your father, I commit myself to giving you my best and helping you to grow in Christ. My love for you isn't based on anything you do or your failures or your successes, but because you are my daughter. Today I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus with the following. Rachel, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord protect you and guide your way every day as you grow from a girl into a woman, keeping your heart and soul pure until the day of your marriage. May the Lord bless you one day by providing you with a young man for a husband who loves the Lord more than anyone or anything else. May you come to know God and his deep love for you, Rachel, and be a conduit of God's grace to others. It's always my prayer that the Lord would give me, your father, wisdom and discernment each day and guiding you through the days of your youth. I love you, sweetie. All right. Well done, Mike. Wow. So, what do you think about all that, Rachel? Good. Pretty exciting, huh? Does it make you feel like your dad really loves you? Yeah. Well, he sure seems like, I mean, he talks about you a lot. In fact, speaking of little notes that you write, one day we were sitting right in here, and Mike pulled out of his pocket a letter or a picture, and it had your name on it. And I think it said something like, this is a picture of my dad. And I think you might have slipped that into his jacket. Did you do that? Okay. Yes, you did, sweetie. <laughs> okay. My pocket was zipped, so I know only you could have done that. That's exciting. Well, good job, Mike. Um, we're gonna go ahead and do one of the uh, one of the McIntyres now. Here, let's uh, let's shift <laughs> gears a little bit to this is this is you're not your oldest. This is your second oldest. Yeah, my but eldest. If you looked at him, you, you know, you might be a little confused. You might even think that he was a sibling of yours. That's, that's an older I, sibling. I know that some people say that. And uh, Mike was going, gosh, Chad, you're bigger than your dad. Chad's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, and... Now, I'm wondering, are you, do you think you're going to be able to match the blessing that he just gave to us? I don't know. That was a pretty powerful blessing. Um, but because Chad's so close to adulthood, mine's a little different. So, okay. Well, let's have it. All right. Well, Chad, I just wanted to uh, bless you today, and so mine's going to be a little more impromptu, but that's the way I do things, right? So here we go. Uh, Chad, you're a fine young man with uh, maturity beyond your 17 years. You've made my life a joy to watch you become a man. I've watched you care for your friends and your brothers and even your mom, and, and you've been a blessing. You have polished your gifts to the admiration of your peers so it is my joy to bless you as, a, as my son and a man of God. You are set apart for manhood. I give you my Father's blessing. I love you, Chad, and I'm so proud of you. And so most of all, I want you to learn to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So be blessed. I love you, and I bless you, 
And uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch you go into the step of manhood. So God bless you, son. Love you. So, Chad, maybe you could just put some words to that. How do you receive that from your dad? I mean, no pressure. We're, you know, only in front of millions of listeners. But... Millions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's exciting to know that you have a father that holds you at such high places and loves you a lot. You know I do. How old are you, Chad? 17. 17. I imagine that a lot of 17-year-olds would love to hear the words you just heard from your father. I believe it. Yeah, I, I know just from my own experience, that was those were two things I never heard. I love you, son, and I'm proud of you. From my own father. And I knew I'd never, if I was to have kids, I would never miss an opportunity to say that. And, that, and that's just because it means so much, I know. I can only imagine because I missed it. So, right? Yeah. Well, and, I'm gonna. I'm. I've got some questions that I want to ask you and the other kids, and and also just kind of give my own um, blessing for your kids, if that's okay. Um, so let's uh, continue on. And Mike, if you can do Sean's next, and then we'll go from there. How old are you, son? Eleven. What grade are you in? Fifth. And tell me, do the Lakers rock? Yes. All right. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. It sounds like a little manipulation there. <laughs> well, Sean, on August 20th, 1994, God gave you to us, and you are a precious gift. The day you were born was one of the most exciting days of our lives, and it has been a joy to watch you grow from baby to young man. You are blessed by God with many strong character traits, some of which are endurance, a kind and sensitive heart, honesty, joy in the things of God, dependability, and faithfulness. You've also been blessed with a sharp mind. You've been through four surgeries and saw two of your brothers go to heaven. Although we cannot see it today at this young age, I know that by going through these things, you have been strengthened in ways that we do not understand yet today. You have a bright future ahead of you, and we know that the Lord has special things in store for you. As your father, I commit myself to giving you my best and helping you grow in Christ. My love for you is never based on things you say or do or failures or successes, but because you're my son. Today I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus with the following. Sean, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord protect you and guide your way every day as you grow from a boy into a man. May you come to know the Lord and his deep love for you and be a conduit of God's grace to others. May you grow into a man strong of character and integrity in the midst of a shallow culture that celebrates sin. It's always my prayer, Sean, that the Lord give me, your Father, the wisdom and discernment each day in guiding you through the days of your youth. I love you, son. Sean, what's that like for you to hear? It's nice to know I have a dad who loves me. Because some parents in Africa don't love their children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in different parts of the world, some people just give their children up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But your your dad would never do that. Not only that, but he he shows you on a regular basis how much he loves you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's great. Great. Well, I'm getting all kind of uh, kind of mushy here. He give you a brother's blessing. <laughs> I'm just gonna call my dad after this show. I think. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, last but not least, we've got G Man. It's okay. I hope is it okay if I call you G Man on the air, Garrett? 
goathead. Okay, great. Don't call him the goathead. <laughs> oh, is it is it time? It is called okay. the goathead. No. Goathead. Okay. Well, Garrett, um, this is an honor to do this for you. So, Garrett, I've been so amazed uh, to to watch you. You've been amazing from the very first day that you were born, and you have a special call on your life from God. So. Um, you are so gifted, and so it is my honor to bless you with a Father's blessing. To know and to embrace, I want you to know and to embrace God's purpose and plan for your life. Be blessed and set apart for God's work and His will in your life. I love you, and I'm very proud of you. And so most of all, I want you to remember this, to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to have you as a son, and it's exciting to just watch you grow. So be blessed. I love you. Wow. What's that like for you, Garrett? Well, it's um, touching because my dad's been going through some hard stuff, and Mm -hmm. he's been able to love me through all of the troubles he's gone to Mm -hmm. through, and so I'm just glad he's there for me. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. He's been through a lot. And so have you. And I just, I admire that you're sensitive enough to, enough to realize that and to be able to speak it like that. So good for you. Awesome. Okay. Well, I've got some questions just in general, but first let me just kind of affirm each one of you kids. Uh, Rachel, you know, I just want you to know that when Susan and I were at your house uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we had that Thanksgiving time together and uh, you were just so kind to us and such a good hostess. You really made us feel comfortable, not only just getting us drinks and making sure that we were taken care of, but uh, showing us all your pictures from when you were a little girl and your birthday parties and, and explaining to us uh, all the different houses that you had lived in and taking that time for us. And I really appreciate that. Um, and Chad, you know, uh, we go back, you know, like about a year and a half or so now, and you helped us move into our first place here in Colorado Springs. And Very exciting. <laughs> that's a good memory, isn't it? I worked him hard that day, but never a complaint. And you just worked so hard. You've always been so faithful. But I guess what I really appreciate about you the most is just how relational you are. And it's just really easy to talk to you. And it's not like I feel like I have to be like some cool old guy around you. You know what I mean? I can just be myself and I'm very uncool and that's okay. (laughs) And so, you know, we can just talk and that's great. And I know you've been going through a lot too and that, and you've kept your energy up and and you've done your best and pressed forward and pressed on. And I'm I'm proud of you. And, uh, you know, Sean, when we were over at your house and, you know, before, when you came over to our house, I just recognized what a a solid big brother that you are and how much you care for your little sisters and how nice you are to them. And I was, I wish I was that nice to my little, little brothers when I was growing up, but you really set a good example for them. And uh, also you're just very uh, kind and welcoming at, at your home as well. I like how you, you know, kind of showed us around downstairs when we were down there. And so anyways, I wanted to let you know that I, I recognize that in you and I appreciate that about you. Thanks. You're welcome. Sean, you don't beat anybody up in your family? No. He would never do that. <laughs> well, we always show you the pictures of Rachel hanging from the rafter, swinging <laughs> rope around her feet. Yeah. Well, even now, even now, it's just a joy to my heart to see, you know, Rachel sitting on your lap, and, you know, you're just very kind to your little sisters. And 
Well, speaking of kindness to littler siblings, you know, Garrett, uh, growing up with two older brothers, you may not have had the benefit of all that much kindness, but (laughs) (laughs) but I really enjoy your spirit and how you just take it in stride and you don't let uh, maybe other people's opinions of you sway you from being who you are. And the thing that I really love most about you is how joyful you are. I mean, I remember when I first moved here and we'd see you at church and you'd just come running up and Susan and I felt so welcome and so invited and so uh, included. And, you know, like we've been over your house at times and you've taken time for my wife who wants to learn how to play piano and hopefully it will be, you know, even as half as good as you are someday. And, you know, (laughs) to share that with us and and to do that with so much joy and and it's just a, a blessing. So I'm really excited to be able to not only be here and celebrate with you guys uh, today, but it gives me excitement for when I have kids someday. Right. And I've got a few questions. Dads, I, I want to hear from you in just a second about what it's like to do this for your kids and what do you think it'll be like for maybe addicts or guys dealing with um, certain issues to be able to do this with their kids. But first, you know, Chad, as you were sharing, I was kind of wondering, how do you think kids your age would be affected and Garrett, you can answer this too, but how do you think kids your age could be affected if they heard the kind of things that you're hearing from your dad today? Uh, and I know this isn't the only time you've heard these things because he's very good at verbally affirming and things like that. But how do you think kids that, uh, you know, maybe at school that you know, how would their lives be different if they'd heard these things from their dad? I think a few of them would probably be shocked and just, I mean, unaware It would just be different for them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how their life would be, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a great dad, and I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. you should be proud of him. And I, I imagine it would good be. Good to hear. Say that again, Chet. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's good. Um, we uh, have a lot of kids in our culture who probably would be pretty shocked to hear some of those things. But as you say, they need to hear them, you know, and it's good to hear those things. So, Garrett, what about you? Do you have an, another idea about that? Um, well, some of my friends don't have any relationship with their father. Mm-hmm. So if they hear that from their father, they can either be like, oh, he doesn't mean that because he never talks to me. Or they can be like, wow, this is the first time he's ever talked to me. I don't know what to do to cry or to tell him that I love him. Because mm-hmm. some kids never tell their dad they love him. So. Mm-hmm. His but we do that all the time, huh? Yes. We do it all the time. Every single day. Yeah, and and let me just say this little this little uh snippet here is is these guys know that I, I make a lot of mistakes too. So just so for you listeners to know, it's probably about two thirds, I hope, two thirds of positive message and probably about one third of sometimes being exasperated and yelling and stressed and stuff like that. So I mean, what do you guys you guys is you think it's that ratio two thirds to one third or what? What um, oh. I'd say one sixth. <laughs> oh, negative? You're a good Ooh, man. Wow. Very kind. Wow. Very kind. Wow. That's a Christmas gift right that there. That is. Thanks. Thanks, Don't Jen. forget to give him that 10 bucks. <laughs> um, okay. Now, I got a question for Sean and Rachel. I'm just wondering, you know, uh, why, do you, why do you think it's so important for parents to bless their children and to tell them that they love them? Why is that so important? So they don't feel like... Oh, they don't love me. I want to find a new dad. I'm going to run away. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rachel? So they won't be spoiling my 
Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, kids can get bored. They can wonder, well, am I going to be able to, you know, have things provided for me that I need if, if, if they don't know that their parents love them, right? That's a good point. And I can relate with what you're sh- saying, Sean. Uh, my parents did tell me that, uh, that they loved me, but uh, there were times where I feel, felt like running away. And I think a lot of kids feel like that. You're going to say something? No. Okay. All right. Kids, kids are drawn to the affirmation. I mean, they just are. And, and I mean, those are good points you Mm -hmm. guys bring up because you guys will be drawn to the people who affirm you and love you. And and when you know that you're not afraid to go there and spend Mm -hmm. time with those people. And hopefully you want that to be your home, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So in a way, by blessing our children, we're conditioning them to know what type of people to be around when they get older. That's true. And what types not. Yeah. That's right. so true. And I think that's anti-addict behavior. You know, when we teach kids to be loved in a healthy love, they will know when the love is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like well, and our relationship with our fathers is training wheels for our relationship with God. So if our fathers loved us, we can accept God's love much easier. But right. if there was a big blank or a missing space there, then receiving God's love becomes like listening to a foreign language being spoke, like right. speaking Chinese to an Englishman. Right. right. If you're just tuning in, this is the Blazing Grace show on KGFT in the Springs and at www.blazinggrace.org on the web. And we're talking today about the Father Blessing, and Rob and Mike have just blessed their kids, and now we're kind of talking about what benefit would it be for an addict to do this? Uh, because some of us have been very malnourished in our relationships right. and then have in turn malnourished our children's relationships. So, Rob, what would you say to a guy about that? Well, you know, I, I deal with it constantly in, in my practice in dealing with men who are, are addicts is typically they have this huge void of value and worth. They haven't had worth spoken into their lives. And I know even from my own life, you know, not having my dad around, not being mentored or, or we, I've said this before in the radio show in the past is that masculinity is something that's given Mm -hmm. to us and Mm -hmm. is given to us by our fathers and other godly men. Mm -hmm. So if we didn't get that as, as young men, then we go through our lives searching for it. And I've spent the good majority of my adult life searching for masculinity and that worth and that value. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my sons to be like that. I want my sons to have that. So if, if you're a recovering addict, you know what that feeling of emptiness is. So first you got to find it from your own father. If you can, if that's restorable, if not always, you can get it from God and you can get it from godly men. And that's how you begin to fill that void. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Mike, what would you say to the man who maybe feels afraid to say these things to his kid? Like maybe he won't know the right thing to say, or perhaps even that he's been somehow disqualified because of the mistakes he's made. Well, he can go about healing his own wounds by blessing his children. And I mean, when I was reading that blessing to my kids, I almost wanted to cry. Just Mm -hmm. the love flowing in from me to them is, Mm -hmm. is just, there's nothing like it. And, um, I would say you may not have received it, but you can give it. And by giving it, you will receive it back. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the greatest blessings for me is to come home and to watch my kids squeal out and enjoy daddy, daddy, and, you know, give me the hugs. And, and, you know, when, when we, when we, when we keep ourselves out of the game, we keep ourselves from blessing our children with that relationship. And in their book, The Blessing, Gary Smalley and John Trent quote a professor who said he, he's, Yet to meet a man who struggles with lust, who had a warm or caring father, and, mm-hmm. and, and this isn't 
something that happens in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It's consistent. Yeah, that's a good point. Excellent mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And I can relate. I mean, d- dealing with the things that I've dealt with that we've covered in previous shows and, you know, the specific aspects of my past addiction is, is I think, uh, largely attributable to my dad. But I think not only do we need to say these things, because my dad did tell me that he loved me, we need to minister to our kids and love them according to the way that they're bent, as Scripture talks about, or the, the way that they're made, they're particularly designed. You know, is your kid a, a more of a verbal kid? Is he more of a kinesthetic or kind of a touchy-feely kind of kid? Or is he at more, is love language more time together? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are different love languages, aren't there? Right. What's your experience with that, given that you've got three different kids who are, you know, different kids? Oh, yeah. I mean, my eldest son and Garrett are much alike, um, very outgoing, very gregarious, and Chad's a little more reserved. And so, you know, you have to approach them differently. Um, and Garrett's easier to respond where Chad, I remember when Chad was younger, is like, man, I'd have to discipline him and talk to him for like an hour and a half where Garrett and Chad would just go, I mean, Garrett and Robbie would just go, okay, dad, no problem. Chad's like going, man, I just, I don't, I don't agree. I mean, so, but it's just, it's a different way that they, they receive. And so, yeah, you, you do have to approach them differently. I have to comment on something that Garrett told me that Uh I thought was very profound today. As we were coming over here, Garrett said, you know, and and I'm going to he used me as an example. He says, but, you know, what I really appreciate about you, dad, is he says, you say that you love me and then you follow it up with behavior. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, that was a blessing to hear. But I think it's very profound that a boy his age or a young man his age would know the difference. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was impressive that mm-hmm. he knew the difference. Mm-hmm. So so for you guys out there that are saying it, and not doing it then, you know, make sure you follow up your message, your verbal message with the behavior, because otherwise it's hypocrisy. Right. And it's not just about the way that you speak your love language. It's about what they hear. Right. There's a difference. Mike, we just have a minute, but any any final thoughts? Well, what you just said about they hear, they hear from our actions, and our actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if we tell our kids we love them, but we're, we're on the workaholic treadmill, mm-hmm. we're gone six, seven days a week, and they never see us, uh, the message from that action is going to speak a lot louder. That silence will speak as loud as the words, I love mm-hmm. you. Right. So we got we to gotta make our kids a priority, not just something that we have at home. Right. Absolutely. Good point. Well, we appreciate you being here with us today on the Blazing Grace Show. Uh, Sean, Rachel, Garrett, Chad, thanks for being with us, guys. All right. And it's, it's, it's Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and join us next week when we talk about redemptive vision and about what we're all recovering to, not just what we're recovering from. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Blazing Grace Show. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by AffordableConferencing.com and SafeEyes.com. Visit them on the Internet. Blazing Grace is a listener-supported broadcast intended to help reach listeners worldwide. Your support is vital to keeping Blazing Grace able to minister. If you can help with a tax-deductible contribution, it would be greatly appreciated. You can send your contribution to Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. That's Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. more information, visit on the web at blazinggrace.org, B-L-A-Z-I-N-G-G-R-A-C-E dot O-R-G forward slash radio 
www.ftmradio.htm. There's also a downloadable copy of the broadcast available for you. If you want help resolving a sexual or pornography addiction, you can schedule a therapy appointment with Rob McIntyre. His number is 877-593-1166. Jason Graves can be reached at 877-590-7685. Again, Rob McIntyre can be reached at 877-593-1166. Jason Graves can be reached at 877-590-7685. If you have questions about Blazing Grace, you can email Mike at Mike at blazinggrace.org. We look forward to sharing more blazing issues and grace-filled answers with you next time. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you.